Guns have been a hot topic over the last week, but the Dems are sticking to their guns. This guarantees that nothing is going to get fixed. Canada goes full tyrant, and Mexico has solved all their social, economic, and political ills. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, happy lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and intersex... Intersex Pride Month! Yay! Yes, we've only had probably four of these this year, and we still got half a year left. But I've decided, you know something, I've declared this on Twitter. I've declared this on Twitter. It is now Straight Pride Month. Well, I We need to have a Straight Pride Month. So what I'm going to do is every day that I do a podcast and every day on Twitter, I'm going to post little factoids that should bring us pride as straight people. Okay, here's a factoid. For the first day of Straight Pride Month, George Washington, father of our country, first president of the United States, general that led victory over the British in 1776, creating a brand new country, was straight. Okay, that's it. Let's go to the news because there's a lot of news. Okay, uh, let's go to some Kamala-isms, and there seems like there's always Kamala-isms. First off, I want to show you that word salads aren't limited to Kamala Harris. Here's Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre. And boy, can she spin a yarn, can she spin yarn like a champ? She was asked a really tough question from... Uh, Peter Ducey, basically, do you, does President Biden take any responsibility for any of the inflation mess? And listen to this response. This is kind of awesome. Do you guys think that any part of inflation this year is because of President Biden's spending plans? Or is it all Putin's fault? Well, what I can say is we are, and Brian just spoke to this, we are at, at a historic place when it comes to the economy, when it comes to uh, unemployment being at the lowest that we have seen in some time, when it comes to the president creating more jobs in his first term, his first year, than any other president, eight point, more than 8.5 million jobs. Now we're going to a place where it's be, we're going into transition, where we're going to see an economy that's more stable, that's more steady. So that's because of the American Rescue Plan that, we, that the president assigned into law, that no Republican signed or voted for, I should say. And all of that work that he's done the first year has led us to a place where there are more jobs out there, more jobs are being created, that we are in a place where we're seeing economic growth. Now, and also, as I've stated, this is an unprecedented time with COVID. This is an unprecedented time with the war. And so that, that, that Putin has created and started on Ukraine. And so we have seen, that has shown us uh, since uh, since these past couple of months, since the war, we have seen an uptick on gas prices. So I guess the next question would be, does President Biden take any responsibility for his policies potentially contributing to <laughs> inflation? His policies has helped the economy. Okay, I, I'm not going to go into, I'm not going to break down what she said because it's not important. It's what she said. Um, first off, she said, unprecedented unprecedented and historic five times 
Well, I guess she's right. We have unprecedented and historic inflation. We have unprecedented and historic uh, gas prices, which, by the way, she called an uptick. We've got an uptick in gas. I don't know. It's it's up. the The national average is up three dollars in the last three dollars. Let's see. It was at one seventy six. It's at over five now. So it's up over three dollars in the last year. And mind you, I say the last year, not since the war. It was already going up. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's it, absolutely incredible. And she spent one minute and thirty seconds. Basically saying, no, Joe Biden doesn't take responsibility. Why didn't she just say that? She could have saved a lot of airtime. She could have saved this podcast a lot of time in, I only have 30 minutes, and she just blew like two minutes of it. So, yeah, there you go. I, I'm so glad they got rid of Jen Psaki to get her. But here's Whoopi Goldberg. She's going on another rant about guns. Again. My God, this gal. Listen to her and tell me if you can pick out some things that she really doesn't get about the Constitution and she doesn't get why we should be carrying guns. I'll give you a step further. She proves we should keep our guns because I don't want this broad coming up with with gun control policy. Let's listen. Sold an AR-15 at the gun show. See you in court. Does your neighbor have too big an arsenal? Call the cops. Actually, let's invoke some Supreme Court logic, too. Alito says abortion's not in the Constitution. Well, neither are AR-15s. So I guess the Constitution doesn't cover them either. Life is so sacred, then stop using guns to abort young lives. And stop, stop voting using for, guns. And, and stop to, voting for Republicans. <laughs> no, don't stop voting for Republicans. Yes. But get better Republicans in there. No, not Get better. people who are going to look and say, okay, uh, we don't have to have AR-15s. Well, I want to keep my shotgun because I still hunt. Okay, you can have your gun, but you can't have your AR-15. If you're going to get all in my business and tell me what my family can and cannot do, neither can you. They're going to come for those AR-15s, and you better get ready to give them up, because this is America. We were supposed to be able to do things and be the people we wanted to be, and now we are in a crazy place. We are allowing things out there that kill children, and you didn't do anything the last time. You didn't, you've done nothing since Sandy Hook. Well, I think it's time for the people to say, mm -hmm. we're going to take this to the courts, and we're going to make you give these guns up because you don't need to have them. See, this is what a Whoopi just doesn't get. And a lot of the Democrats, we're going to talk about that in a second, they don't get... First off, AR-15 is a gun. It is referenced directly in the Constitution. The right to ban guns is prohibited in the Constitution, period. Abortion is nowhere near the... It's nowhere in the Constitution. As a matter of fact, Roe versus Wade... They really had to stretch out to 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 make abortion wrap around the Constitution. It never really penetrates it, and that's what Alito's opinion basically says. But the thing that really and then Joy Behar, who's an idiot, she let the cat out of the bag. You should never vote for Republicans. You know, the View actually does tout itself as an unbiased 
news source. And even Whoopi said, no, you should vote for Republicans. You should vote for the right ones. Basically trying to put Joy right back on track. And then Joy said, no, 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 there are none. No, no, no. I, I mean, my Lord. But the big part about this statement is that Whoopi just doesn't get it that we're allowed to have guns to protect ourselves from tyrants like her. That's exactly why we're allowed guns. We're allowed, we, the courts cannot take our guns away. That is a God-given right, period. She cannot, they cannot call. This is my big problem with universal background checks, which are really pushing. Universal background checks allows anyone to accuse you of being unstable. Anyone. My ex-wife, who I haven't seen in 12 years, can accuse me of being unstable, and that would give the government the right to walk in and take my guns. And my guns are there to protect myself and my freedoms. As a matter of fact, it's the Second Amendment so it protects the first, so we can protect the First Amendment. That's the whole thing. That's what this broad doesn't get. And little rants like that, it just proves that it just proves that we need our guns because you've got tyrants like this. And tyrants in other countries are proven that that's exactly what they'll do. Okay. So um, the American leftist politicians are really getting into this gun control thing. And that's a bad thing. That's a really bad thing. Not because they're going to try and take our guns away. They're not going to. I, I'm sorry. The Constitution is too strong. The courts are too strong. Um, but what is the reason it's bad is these shootings that we had in Buffalo and Uvalde, we're never going to find a solution for them. And trust me, the solutions are far deeper than the guy had a rifle or a handgun. So let's listen to our politicians talk and let's start with the genius of the administration, Kamala Harris. She had something to say about the Uvalde, uh, massacre as she was getting on a plane on her way to Uvalde. And, yeah, it, it's pretty stupid. Listen. On the issue of gun violence, I will say, as I've said countless times, we are not sitting around waiting to figure out what the solution looks like. You know, we're not looking for a vaccine. We know what works on this. It includes, let's have an assault weapons ban. You know what an assault weapon is? You know how an assault weapon was designed? It was designed for a specific purpose, to kill a lot of human beings quickly. An assault weapon is a weapon of war with no place, no place in a civil society. Okay, a whole bunch of things with this mess. Uh, first off, it's the gun violence thing. I think it's time to stop blaming inanimate objects for what people do, what evil people do. We don't talk about the shooter, all right? Now, there have, there have been mentions that this was all racism and stuff. Well, the shooter was Hispanic. The victims were Hispanic. Um, the shooter was put down by a white Border Patrol agent. So I, I, there's, there's no talk about the people here. And that's what needs to be talked about. This is going to be a huge problem for actually solving. Nothing's going to get solved, but the government is not going to solve anything. And thank God 
they're not looking for a vaccine because they would have never found one. The Biden administration would have never found a vaccine. Who's kidding who? They didn't find the the three for COVID, which didn't really work. Trump did. So, you know, that's kind of weird that she would have mentioned that. And, you know, here's the thing. She doesn't know what an assault weapon is because there's no definition of an assault weapon. Not magazine capacity, not barrel velocity, not round size. There is no definition. If you type in assault weapon, you'll get lots of weapon of war crap, which, by the way, that's the new term to jury with them. Weapons of war. Well, here's a newsflash. AR-15s, there is not one AR-15 out there that's being used in a war or any conflict. Do you know why? AR-15s aren't good enough to be war weapons. They're not weapons of war. They're used for hunting and protection. That's it. Nothing else. No country in the world is using an AR-15. But the thing is, you guys want to ban something you can't even define. And we've seen this. Whenever someone asks, what exactly is an assault weapon? What would you define? And you know what they define it as? A weapon of war. And then someone will point out, well, wait a minute. The AR-15 is not used in war. Weapons of war typically are automatics, typically have far larger uh, uh, larger bullet sizes, typically caliber sizes, typically have a higher velocity, uh, barrel velo- exit velocity. AR-15s aren't aren't there, not even close. And this is the trip that really got me. This is a civilized society. You've got the president and the vice president of the United States calling half the country rubes, deplorables, enemies of the state, and we're a civilized society? I think we're less civilized now than we've ever been. And if that's the case, I need my right to protect myself from this weird-ass government and everything else. We've got high crime. Police are being defunded. We're, I'm, being villani- I'm being vilified because I'm a white, straight male? Maybe if I sat back and said I'm a trans, I'm a trans-Alaskan woman who's a lesbian... I'll get enough that they'll let me keep my guns. You know, I'll do that if they want. I don't care. Okay, well, and not to mention, this is coming from a gal who pulled people out of uh, pulled people out of jail during the 2020 um, riots, and actually wants prison reform so that people can get out of prison. Um, and she wants to take away my protection. And by the way. She's surrounded by 15 guys that are carrying those same weapons of war. That oh, Actually, they're carrying real weapons of war. But this wasn't the... They're carrying automatic weapons. These guys, they are guarding her. Yeah, they're protecting her. But the really, really the dumbest statement came from Joe Biden. And it just shows you, this guy is going to determine what guns you can have, and he has absolutely no idea what a gun is. I don't know if he could even recognize what a gun is. Let's listen to him. And they showed me an x-ray. He said a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in a lung, and we can probably get it out, maybe able to get it, and save the life. A 9 millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. 
So the idea of these high-caliber weapons is of, there is simply no rational basis for it in terms of about self-protection, hunting. I mean, I guess, and remember, the Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. God, this guy's a freaking moron. I know, and then he brought up other things that deer with Kevlar vests and you couldn't buy a cannon, which, by the way, um, you can't shoot a deer with a twenty-two caliber, and yes, it, when the Second Amendment was ratified, you could buy a cannon. All that was crap. He doesn't even mention, I mean, he didn't know, know any of that. Even the New York Times fact-checked him as, or Washington Post, excuse me, fact-checked him as four Pinocchios. Yes, you could buy a can. You could buy a cannon. As a matter of fact, in the 1700s and 1800s, all military-age fighting males had to have a gun and had to know how to use it and had to have, a, have a, had to have ammunition. This was after the Revolutionary War, and the reason they had to do that was to protect against the tyranny of government. That is an absolute fact. And what was uh, what was the definition of a military-aged male? Fourteen. So, yeah. So, you, by the way, what's funny is if you look at the if you actually look at the video, there's a Secret Service agent who you know is armed to the teeth, right? He's got automatic weapons. He's probably got fifteen nine millimeter. Actually, nine millimeters not even used much anymore. It's forty millimeter uh, automatics on him. And he's looking and he's listening to this and you can see him just kind of just adjust his head a little bit like he's wondering what the hell he's talking about. So a 22 millimeter might penetrate a person if it doesn't hit any bone and it doesn't um, and you're close enough. But a 22 millimeter is not made to protect yourself. It's made to shoot small animals. It makes a loud noise. You get yourself a 22 uh, 22, um, a, a, a 22 Derringer. Yeah, those things make a lot of noise. They'll scare the crap out of anyone. You won't hit anyone with them. They're very difficult to aim, too. They're very difficult to control. A 9mm gun, likewise, is just basically a, a 38 auto. It, it is not a, it is not a large caliber gun. Matter of fact, the police forces usually go up to 40 millimeters now. They don't even like they use the Glock 40 millimeter because it's it's uh, it's a 40 caliber because it's it's got more kick to it. I mean, they just, there's not a lot. I mean, hell, Dirty Harry used a 44 cal because he said he shot a 38. It wouldn't even go through a windshield. Nine millimeter is not a large round. And you're here talking to a guy who has a nine millimeter. It's not a large round. He also talks about the second amendment not being absolute um as far as i'm concerned the first two amendments are god-given which makes them absolute just because you don't like them doesn't mean they're not absolute matter of fact if you want to change those you have to go through there's there's a process in the constitution that tells you how to go out and change those and that brings us to another question why don't the democrats just do that bring up a Bring up an amendment process that over-repeals the Second Amendment because no one will go for it. You need 36 states to agree with that? They're nowhere near 36 states. Heck, Vermont and Connecticut, Vermont especially, are huge gun advocacy states and they are about as left-wing as they can get. 
so they never get through it. So, you know, I don't know. Now, the good news about it is he did admit, he did admit that he was not going to be able to do an executive order on anything. He knows enough about the Constitution to realize the second this goes to court, I'm host. I'm never going to get this thing through. So he admits that Congress is going to have to do that, and that is great news that he admits this because Congress doesn't do anything. So we're going to be okay. That's not going to happen. But um, here's what's sad. Here's what's really sad. And again, from Karen Jean-Pierre, she gives us the really bad news. And that bad news is that they're not looking to fix this problem. Here's a question a lot of people talk about. Why don't you just harden the schools? If I go to a concert, I have to go through a metal detector and typically get searched and clear my keys and all of this stuff. If I go into a government building to get a, let's say, a, a, a social security card, I have to go through, jump through hoops. I have to go through a medical detector. Anything I bring in has to be x-rayed. I have that little wand thing. I have to go through all that crap. And at the front, there are nothing but armed guards. There's a small army of armed guards in a federal building. Joe Biden has 1,200 security guys right around him all the time, all carrying automatic weapons. Oh, by the way, those are weapons of war. What about hardening the schools? We can't bitch and moan that it's too expensive. I mean, we just sent $40 billion to Ukraine. I'm pretty sure we can afford to harden, add, add a couple of walls, a metal detector, a couple of guards, armed guards there. Well, this is the problem. And Karen Jean-Pierre clarified the position of Joe Biden. And I think this is really sad. And that all this crap that we've been going through for two weeks, and in next week something else will happen and this will be forgotten, because that's how this works. I mean, it's LGBTQIRSTUWV colon backslash dollar sign pound sign Ambersam month. Ukraine, there's jokes all over the internet saying Ukraine, forget Ukraine, it's LBGP whatever month. And it's true. It's all true. But this is what Jean-Pierre had to say when asked about hardening schools. I don't know what he said specifically about about schools. I know there's been uh, conversation about hardening schools. That is not something that he believes in. He believes that we should be able to to give uh, teachers the resources to be able to do the job uh, that they're meant to do at schools. Um, And this is something that uh, he's been focusing on uh, since he was a vice vice president. So those are two things that he does not agree on. Uh, But look, he thinks there's a way. You know, maybe one of the resources that the Biden administration can give is training and weapons. Because one of their jobs as teachers is to protect the kids when they're not at home. And actually, you could argue when they are at home too. Greg Gutfeld said it best. This tragedy has become completely politicized. And how can we tell? Because the problem is only being is only being is only attacking is being tackled in one area guns there's no serious talks of the other issues that are out there 
Because most issues like this are multifaceted. And they need to be looked at in a multitude of ways. Getting rid of all guns. Let's just say you, you did get rid of guns or you did have a, a decently successful buyback program. It's not going to stop the criminal. How about hardening the schools? How about having armed security at schools? How about the fact that the bureaucracy has failed? Including the police. We know this, the police, we're getting the impression now the police have failed big time in Uvalde. How about addressing the mental health crisis? This kid had some major issues. He was carrying dead, he was posting pictures of him carrying bags with dead cats, dead bloody cats in them. And there were multiple people that said, yeah, they knew he was doing that to cats. Why wasn't that discovered? How about discussing all of the issues like the breakup of the family and the loss of religion in this country that's apparently creating some despair? How about the drug crisis? The opioid crisis? Both his parents were drug abusers. Both their parents were in, were in jail for a time. Why not? When we have to find every problem, serious problem, typically has a multifaceted response that needs to be done. We don't do that in this country. We find guns. The, the only in, the inanimate object that actually really had nothing to do with it. It was just the tool that the guy used. And we got to ban it from everybody. So, I don't know. We're going to have to see. Meanwhile, in Canada, Justin Trudeau has announced that uh, there's going to be a freeze on all handgun sales because Uvalde, because of the Uvalde tragedy. He brought this up on Monday. Listen. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. As a further part of this new legislation, we're also fighting gun smuggling and trafficking by increasing maximum criminal penalties and providing more tools for law enforcement to investigate firearm crimes. And we'll require the permanent alteration of long gun magazines so they can never hold more than five rounds. These are actions that doctors, experts, and chiefs of police have been calling for for years and we're acting on their advice. I also want to thank the advocates, many of whom are here today, for your tireless efforts. I know that for too many of you, Greece, grief and loss are at the root of the work that you do. I want to recognize that, and on behalf of all Canadians, I want to thank you for your strength. Yes. You might be asking yourself, what does Canada have to do with Uvalde? I mean, they're 2,000 miles apart, and one is in Canada, and one's in the United States. What's going on here? Well, nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's just Justin Trudeau is a little tyrant. He always has been. I mean, I personally think he's probably Fidel Castro's son. 
And that's not an exaggeration. Look it up. Um, we see how Trudeau, uh, Trudeau has been tyrannical. He used COVID in a lot of the same ways that Klaus Schwab thinks we should be using COVID. The lockdowns are still happening in Canada. The mask mandates are still happening in Canada. If you look at that video, if you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and you look at that video, you see all of his rubes behind him, all of his uh, his minions behind him, all wearing masks. He's the only one not wearing a mask. He locked down bank accounts. He seized property during the Freedom Convoy. He even threatened to take their pets away. This is a guy who, before he became prime minister, praised China's authoritarianism because he liked the way China was able to get things done without any of the red tape. He said this to a college, a bunch of college students, and they cheered him. What are these lessons learned here? Canada doesn't have a constitution. There's no First or Second Amendment. He can do pretty much whatever he wants as long as he gets the votes. Remember that when people sit there and try and make laws that alter the Constitution. Don't forget, we we still have that Constitution available to us. Well, let's get to our last story. Uh, unfortunately, that took longer than I thought. So I, good news is I've got three or four stories for tomorrow. So we're good to go there. Um uh, Mexico's got some issues, okay? They have a, they're a country that's controlled by drug cartels. They have several cities that rank as the most dangerous in the world, including what used to be a tourist hotspot, Acapulco. I can't buy a piece of gum with the peso. The government is corrupt. They have no health care, so to speak. And their phone service sucks because one person has controlled it, Carlos Slim. And they've never updated the system. Well, Mexico has a solution. According to Yahoo News, quote, Mexico banned the sales of electronic cigarettes and other vaping devices on Tuesday because of concerns about their health effects and the government announced. You know, they don't have a health care system and you think them smoking an e-cigarette is dangerous? Anyway, President Andres Manuel Lopez Orbador said it was a, quote, lie, end quote, to claim that e-cigarettes are safe, are a safe alternative to inhaling tobacco smoke. Quote, the vapors are also harmful for health, end quote, added Lopez Arbador, who signed a decree introducing the ban on World No Tobacco Day. He showed a pink vaping device to illustrate how the products are intended to appeal to young people. Quote, look at the color, the design, end quote, Lopez Abrador said. Mexico City authorities, meanwhile, announced that smoking of any kind will be prohibited in the capital's main square, the Zacalo, and surrounding areas in the, bus- in the busy historic districts. I do want to point out they got a huge uh, environmental problem. They, smog is the worse in Mexico City than it is everywhere outside of China. So, yeah, yeah, there's that. You know, seeing how Mexico has been run, all this does is create another black market for the cartels. I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to accomplish with this. And trust me, the cartels will take every opportunity to make any kind of money they can. So they're going to do this. Um, But it's good to see uh, the government is going 
in all in on uh, the scourge that tortures their society, the e-cigarette. Good for them. Okay, that's it. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Got some fun stuff tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>